So before we begin today's show, I actually want to give a shout out to the Crosscheck Podcast. We've got a new podcast that will help you get hockey smart. The Crosscheck Podcast, hosted by Andrew Berkshire and Mary Clark, goes deeper into NHL stories than any other podcast with the help of the smartest minds on ice. Follow the Crosscheck Podcast on the Audacity app or wherever you get your podcasts from. Now, today is going to be an interesting episode. It's going to be an interesting week because it is the offseason for the New Jersey Devils, but, you know, they have to talk to the press first. They have to give their exit meeting interviews, and that is something I'm looking forward to. So today we are going to dissect the interviews of Nolan Foote, Tice Thompson, and also Jesper Boquist and see what they had to say to the media, and I'm going to give you guys my reaction. So buckle up for this episode and also a few future episodes like this because it's going to be a busy week for the New Jersey Devils as they close out officially their season. You're Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alrighty now, what is up New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer and also Devils writer for the hockey writers, Trey Matthews. It is currently 1.53 p.m. Eastern Time, May the 11th, 2021 at the time of this recording. And guys, it's the day after the final game for the New Jersey Devils. And quite honestly, I don't know what to make of myself. So if you hadn't checked out the last episode, I basically talked about my overall opinions of the game and some certain players, what we can expect for next season. And albeit I didn't really go into too much detail because like I told you guys, it's the final game of the year. I don't want to over-speculate anything. Obviously, it is our offseason, but the NHL season is still continuing, obviously, with playoffs. Uh, at the time of this recording, the Bruins and the Capitals still haven't played their final games of the year. And we want the Vancouver Canucks to keep on winning because we do not want them to get Luke Hughes. We do not want Quinn and Luke teaming up. We want Jack and Luke teaming up. So uh, it's it's hard to believe that we're going to have three Hughes brothers in the NHL. But we'll see what happens. But like I said, guys, don't get your hopes up about the New Jersey Devils potentially getting Luke Hughes. Because like I said, things don't usually go right for us when we need it to go. And plus... We have two former first overall picks in uh, a couple of previous drafts in Nico Heizer, who's our, now our captain, and Jack Hughes, who, like I've told you guys in previous episodes, I believe he will be an assistant captain next year. But anyway, like I told you guys, I didn't go into much detail in the last episode because overall, I, I just wanted to give a basic outline structure of what's going to be happening with the future of this show during the offseason. What are potential things that we're going to talk about? Like I told you guys, if there's reports, if there's rumors, if there's acquisitions, we will definitely touch on them. And also, if there's news in the NHL, like I did with the Tom Wilson incident, we will discuss it because I'm sure you guys are Devils fans. Yes, because this show is called Locked on Devils, but I'm sure, uh, second of all, you are an NHL fan, so you keep tabs on the NHL, even if it's not the Devils. So, you know, if there's breaking news, I feel like it's important to discuss. We'll talk about it. But anyway... What are we going to be talking about in this episode since the New Jersey Devils don't have a game? I can't really tease you guys with anything what to look out for in the next game and yada, yada, yada. Well, uh, it is now media availability. So if you guys are following people like Dan Rice, Corey from The Athletic, uh, Amanda Stein, they are tweeting nonstop about 
uh, player media availability, which, which the media is able to ask like sort of an exit meeting type questions to the players, to the coaches, to the GMs. And overall, it paints a picture of what is that player's plans going into the summer? What are their plans or goals to happen for them next season? How do they feel like this season went? Like I told you guys, it's an exit meeting because it's probably the last time we're going to hear from them in a New Jersey Devils-like media room until next season. And, you know, obviously, if we hear rumors, if we hear anything, like maybe a certain player in Buffalo, Sam Reinhart, joining the New Jersey Devils potentially in a trade because the New Jersey Devils could, you know, try to make a few phone calls to maybe help out Jack Hughes and Nico Heizer with the offense. But like I told you guys, that's all speculation. Now, back to what I was saying. Overall, this media availability is for, like, media personnel to ask questions. And people like Dan Rice, who's a colleague of mine at the Hockey Writers, they've been tweeting nonstop about what's been going on. And on the uh, docket for today at the time of this recording, so they had Foote, uh, Thompson, Maltsev, Bovquist, Merkley, Sharon Govich, Kokanen, McLeod, Bastion, Ball, Carrick, Tennyson, Smith, and Siegenthaler available for the media. And this will happen throughout the next couple of days. So basically my plan is, I don't know if we can do every single player, but obviously for the first ones that are up, let's uh, see what their plans are. I'll give you guys my reaction. So let's try this out because like I told you guys, it is technically our offseason, even if the NHL isn't officially in the offseason. So let's talk about some rumors. Let's talk about uh, what players are saying. Basically, I'll give you guys my opinions, my reactions, and overall, you know, I'll keep it real with you guys. We'll see what happens. So, Foot, here's what he uh, told the media. It's been a crazy year, a fun year. Started camp with a lingering injury. You want to go into offseason having a set spot on roster. Next year, for myself, will be a trial. So he needs to work on quickness, was dealing with upper body injury, and he wouldn't elaborate on it, and, you know, rightfully so. They don't usually do that in the NHL, and he didn't take uh, contact over the summer. So, Overall, um, Foote is scheduled to rejoin the Binghamton Devils tomorrow to finish their season. And he says that his uh, roster spot isn't guaranteed for next season. And you know what? I'm a big Nolan Foote guy, okay? He did really well uh, in his first few games in the NHL. He went a little quiet in his uh, more recent games. But like I told you guys, the New Jersey Devils at that point were just in complete shambles. Our 5-on-5 wasn't really good. So there was just really nothing that Foote can do. But... Foot has potential to be really good. Will he be as good as his father? I don't think so because, you know, usually it's the, uh, if, if we're talking about father and son, it's either the son that's better than the dad or the dad that's better than the son. And, you know, whether you're talking about either dynamic, usually one is just way better and just hard to live up to or, you know, uh, easy to top, whatever the case might be. Same with like a brother situation and Quinn and Jack. So even though Jack had a good season this year, I'm sure people will say that Quinn is the better brother. But anyway, I'm going off topic a little bit. So in six games played for foot, he had one goal, one assist for a grand total of two points. But remember guys, he got his first uh, career assist and goal rather quickly in the NHL. So if we look at his game log, he made his uh, NHL debut on April the 18th against the New York Rangers in which he was able to get an assist. And then the very next game, he got a goal against the Pittsburgh Penguins. And remember, 
that was a game in which we scored six goals. So Foot does have potential and he has a lot of stuff to work on. But like a lot of his uh, other rookie counterparts, or technically this isn't his rookie season since he only played in six games, but he has a lot to work on. But you know what? The New Jersey Devils is a perfect organization to clean it up just a bit because overall for Foot, like, you know, he's not alone in that regards. So I, I think Foot is right. He does have to work on his quickness a little bit, but, you know, he's 20 years old. So, and he's playing with grown men. I know we're one of the youngest teams in the NHL, but, you know, that, that that's going to take some time and development. And, you know, it's going to take some uh, more repetitions to get his uh, footing underneath them. Do I expect Foot to make the roster next season? No, I don't think he's ready. I think he did relatively well, but I don't think he'll make the roster next season. But I'm sure they're going to see how training camp goes. So for Binghamton this year, uh, he has appeared in 22 games. He has six goals, 10 assists for a grand total of 16 points. So look at that. Like I told you guys, potential. And obviously, he did really well with Binghamton. And we know what he could do with the Rockets because I think his best uh, season with the Kelowna Rockets uh, was back in 2018-2019. And he was playing in the WHL League in which he had 63 points in 66 games. He had 36 goals and 27 assists. So, And we know how quickly he was able to get his first career point and his first career goal. So for Nolan Foote, I just say clean it up a little bit. Obviously, it's the NHL. You were brought up in a very hectic time because when we uh, brought him up for him to make his NHL debut, the New Jersey Devils were in the midst of their 10-game losing streak. So really not much was going their way. Frustrations were boiling over. So overall for Nolan Foote, I would just say, you know, continue to do what you're doing. You have potential, but you know, obviously I don't think he'll make the roster next season. I could be surprised. We'll see what happens in training camp, but uh, obviously training camp won't be months and months and months for now, but Overall, you know, he said he was dealing with an injury. So, you know, I'm sure that's just a minor excuse to say, like, you know, I could have done better, but I was dealing with this. But I'm sure he wouldn't have said that if he was, like, you know, putting up, like, six points in six games for the Devils. But, you know, overall for foot, you know, I, I, I like what he was um, doing. So let's talk about another one of his young counterparts, and that's Tyce Thompson. So if you guys remember, Tyce Thompson comes from the NCAA Providence team, and he was put on the roster right away for the New Jersey Devils. I believe we had to wave Nikita. Nikita Gusev in order to make room for him. Uh, like I told you guys, Lindy Ruff kind of threw shade at Nikita Gusev just a little bit by saying, we're looking for tough guys to join this organization or fit into this system. And overall, that was kind of a jab at um, Nikita Gusev just saying he wasn't fit for the system. Obviously, I've talked about it before when we uh, did the episode in which he was waived. But I do want to share an interesting fact with you guys. So Nikita Gusev currently has five points, two goals, and three assists in 11 games played for the Florida Panthers this year. He only had five points, two goals, and three assists in 20 total games played for the Devils before being waived. So I think, I like I told you guys, the system failed uh, Nikita Gusev in this case, and I'm not trying to go off topic. I just wanted to reiterate that and prove you, to you guys that, once again, one of my uh, you know claims was correct in which the system failed Nikita Gusev. Are his numbers spectacular? No, but, you know, five points in 11 games is a way better pace than having five points in uh, 20 games played. And it's just funny that both of those five points, he had two goals and three assists. So that's pretty funny. And uh, Armando of Locked On uh, Panthers actually told me that, you know, it was the Coach Q effect. So like I told you guys, better system for Nikita Gusev, I guess. We'll see what happens and we'll definitely see what he could do in the playoffs. But anyway, we're going to talk about Tyce Thompson's uh, post-game interview in just a second. But first and foremost, guys, I think it's time for the first live read. 
read this warning and it comes from Wealthfront. This goes out to all of my future investors out there. So everybody knows that investing can be complicated, but whether you're a beginner or you've been investing for years, Wealthfront makes it easy. They have the right tools for every portfolio. Wealthfront can create a portfolio of globally diversified, low-cost index funds personalized just for you in just minutes. No manual trades, no picking stocks, no watching the stock market every day. They automatically handle all the investing based on preferences you control. Wealthfront is entrusted with over $20 billion of assets, and you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL. To get your first $5,000 managed for free for life, go to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL. That's W-E-A-L-T-H-F-R-O-N-T dot com slash LockedOnNHL to start growing your savings. To get that free $5,000 managed, go to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL to get started, everybody. Okay, so let's go back on topic. I'm sorry that I got off topic just a bit, but I really wanted to share that interesting fact with you guys. So let's get back to Tice Thompson, so the native from Providence in which he was, you know, revealing what his opinions were of the season, how he felt, and overall we'll see what his plans going into the offseason are like. So as for Tice Thompson, here's what he had to say to the media. It's been a whirlwind. Super excited to be here and have opportunity to play at this level. Good for my development so I can be more confident heading into next year. I know that the pace and games are like now. Having the familiarity in the room helps too. He needs to work on strength, add muscle this summer. I've been super blessed to be here and learn from these guys. Currently, Thompson is living in Arizona this summer and he had his family move there recently and they want to see him get stronger and the pro game is more physical than college so he needs to work on face off the game is faster here so he will finish up the season for the Binghamton Devils as well similar to his teammate Nolan Foote so overall for Tice Thompson I told you guys I was a little skeptical when the New Jersey Devils waved Nikita Gusev to make room for him and basically just say hey you're the kid from Providence NCAA now you're uh, going to the show I really felt like we were rushing him Albeit, he did get a chance to face his brother against the Buffalo Sabres. So, you know, there's that. But ultimately, for Tice Thompson, he's my age. He's 21 years old. And in fact, uh, he was born four days just after me, July 12th, 1999. So, you know, there's that. So, uh, as for Tice Thompson, here's his stats in Providence uh, during his, I guess, senior year or junior year, whatever you want to call it. So, he appeared in 25 games. He had 11 goals, 14 assists for a grand total of 25 points. I told you guys, he was not ready. Yes, he has, I guess, potential, but I don't I don't really know anything special within Tice Thompson. Yes, he was able to score, what, his first point uh, within his first 90 seconds of being on the ice or so. He did that rather quickly, but overall, you know, he just looked like he was just out there for the reps. I don't know. I, I, I really don't know what to expect from Tice Thompson because in seven games played, he only has that one assist. And that, like I told you guys, yes, he got that rather quickly, but what has he done other than that? So, you know, plus minus is... Uh, negative three and uh for the Binghamton Devils he's appeared in eight games uh has one goal two assists for a grand total of three points so you know maybe he needs to be like Jack Hughes and and he does need to add some muscle so that way he's not pushed off the puck as ease but you know like I told you guys going from college to the NHL that's a huge step and like I told you guys like uh my fellow New Jersey Devils podcasters we were all skeptical on this we're not hating on the kid we just felt like he wasn't ready it was just like you know, shouldn't we, put, you know, put him in Binghamton first? Shouldn't we see what he does? Like, ultimately, I, if you wanted to wave Nikita Gusev, that's fine. But couldn't you have just, like, made room for, like, you know, one of our already proven Binghamton Devils players? Like, 
you know, honestly, am I missing something? Like, am, am I missing a process? Am I missing a step? I don't know what the case might be. Maybe it's a contract thing in which if he didn't play in an NHL game, then he'll become a free agent or something like that. I don't know. Maybe I'm missing something. But overall, for Tice Thompson, it's just like he just wasn't ready. And uh, I'm glad that he's going to be getting the reps in the Binghamton Devils. Do I expect him to uh, make the roster next year? I can tell you, uh, barring anything catastrophic, like if, they're, if we're missing like three guys to begin the year like we did this season... I 100% put it on my house. Tice Thompson will not return to the New Jersey Devils until maybe midseason. Quite honestly, that's my prediction. And, you know, am I harsh? You know, maybe. But like I told you guys, I think there's more people more deserving uh, who want that roster spot and who have earned it. So quite honestly, I love Tice Thompson and all. And I love that fact that he was able to make an impact so quickly against his brother's team. But ultimately, guys, you know, I, I don't know. I don't see anything special in him. And, you know, like uh, we could look at his stats for Providence College, but I don't I don't really uh, see anything special about him. Like, I'm, I'm not even going to say if he has potential or not because I really don't know enough about him to, to make that the opinion. And it's not that I haven't done my research. It's just that I haven't really seen anything from Tyce Thompson. So, like, we'll, we'll see what happens. And my prediction is he will not make the his return to the Devils until midseason. That's if, if everything is going wrong for the New Jersey Devils. If everything is going right... I don't expect Tyce Thompson to return to the NHL unless he's replacing someone who's injured. So we'll see what happens. But, you know, with Jack Hughes, Nico Heizer, all those guys doing well. So like I told you guys in uh, yesterday's episode with the kid line and also the captain line doing rather well. And with Tyce Thompson being a center and him not really producing anything, it's really going to be hard for him to make a mark in the New Jersey Devils organization, even though we're a young team and we're rebuilding. So we'll see. Maybe he'll surprise me. But ultimately, guys, I don't really have any high expectations for Tice Thompson, if I'm being completely honest. Like, if you, if you had to tell me, like, you know, what's the one young guy that you don't really want to see in the NHL? I'm going to have to go with Tice Thompson. I'm really sorry. like, But that's just my opinion. I guess that's my hot take for today. We'll, we'll see what happens. But ultimately, I'm not really expecting anything from him. But, you know, if you guys think you uh, see something in Tice Thompson that I personally don't, then please hit me up on Twitter and we'll have a discussion about it. But like I told you guys, he's not really, you know, doing that relatively well for Binghamton, albeit he has played in less than 10 games. But, you know, for the NHL, you know, it didn't really look like he was like, fitting in all that well either but we'll see maybe if he does add some muscles some strength maybe he'll surprise me but ultimately that's one young guy that i am a little skeptical about and i can bet on it so speaking of bet bet online is the fastest easiest way to bet on all your sports action time for the second live read this morning baseball season is in full swing no pun intended and this week has tons of sports actions on the go so get all the latest news odds and info on all your sporting needs including mlb nba nhl and all of your ufc mma action before the next Pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs, unless you're the New Jersey Devils, of course. Head over to the website and use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code LOCKED ON. Bet Online is your online sportsbook experts. Remember to gamble responsibly and check out our friends at Locked On Bets as they give you all their latest news on and info on all your sporting needs as well. And the third and final live read comes from rockauto.com. So, 
Everybody knows that chain stores have a different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everybody and reliably low. RockAuto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing the prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto park consumers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. RockAuto.com is very unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Best of all, prices at RockAuto.com are always reliably low and the same for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to RockAuto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, RockAuto.com. Now, we have time to dissect one more media interview, and that is Jesper Boquist. So, Boquist said... It's going to be a big summer for him. He needs to work on everything, get stronger, more comfortable in battles, face off, and work on his shot. Boy, did he say a mouthful. He has a whole lot to work on. So if you guys recall, early on in the season, we were saying Boquist needs to go down to the taxi squad, quite honestly, because he was just not producing. And uh, overall, you know, he, he really, uh, I, I guess he showed glimpses at times of what he could potentially do. So in order to give you guys some reference, uh, in 28 games played, he had seven points, four goals, and three assists. So he's wildly inconsistent, let, let's just say. And that's me putting it nicely. That's me putting it bluntly. So uh, I guess it's an improvement just a little bit from last year because he actually played in uh, seven less games than he did uh, last season and he had more points but albeit you get ready for this uh, in 35 games played in his uh, I guess rookie season last year he had uh, four goals no assists for a grand total of four points Boquist you need to work on everything but otherwise you're going to be like Nikita Gusev and you're just going to get waived like you know I don't know why Lindy Ruff continues to keep him so uh, we'll see what happens with uh, Boquist I'm I, like I said I don't really anticipate much from him but you know, you, you, you got to step up because Lindy Ruff isn't afraid to speak his mind. That's the one thing I respect about um, what Lindy Ruff is doing. So, you know, he's not afraid to say what's on his mind. And obviously, uh, next season for the 2021 and 2022 season, it will be the final year of his contract. And he will be a restricted free agent, apparently. So we'll see what happens. So originally he was signed to a three-year, $2,775,000 contract that he signed on June 10th, 2019. Obviously a three-year entry-level deal. But, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets waived next season, quite honestly. If he's not producing, uh, fully expect the New Jersey Devils to just part ways with Boquist because he does have a lot to work on. He said a mouthful, like I told you guys. We'll see what happens, but... You know, ultimately, like, you know, what what he was able to do overseas for his uh, hometown of Sweden, like, you know, we, we have another sweet player down in the Binghamton Devils organization, and that's our seventh overall pick in Alexander Holt. So if you're not producing, it, it's out the door. But here's the thing. When he played in eight games for Binghamton, 
he had two goals, five assists uh, for a grand total of seven points. So how are you scoring a point, you know, every other game for Binghamton? But, you know, he just loses his way in the NHL. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if maybe it's the system. I don't know if it's just him just not really getting used to the NHL style of play. But he does have a lot to work on. He did look very uncomfortable out there. So uh, he said, according to the coaching staff, Boquist stated that they have really helped him gain confidence by not sitting him or sending him down if he made a mistake within a game. Knows he has a lot to work on, said his game is not where he wants it to be consistently. So, you know, like I said, uh, he, according to reports, he's heading back to Sweden. So when you're in Sweden, don't make the same mistake that uh, Nico Heizer made while he was in Switzerland, which is when you're going back to your native land, Please do not injure yourself. That's all I could say. So I'm a little hesitant on that. But, you know, both quiz. So head back to Sweden. Work on what you need to work on. Contact Alexander Holtz. Team up with him. I don't know what the case might be. But, you know, uh, Boquist has a lot to work on. A whole lot to work on. And he said the coaching staff is giving him confidence. So I guess they haven't lost hope in him yet. But, you know, if he continues to play like he's playing... I don't expect him to be on the roster uh, to finish off the season, quite honestly. I, I, I believe first they'll see if they can get a deal for him, maybe like, I don't know, like a late draft pick, whatever the case might be. But if they can't do that, I don't think they would have any problem with waiving him because he can't just be taking up space for the Binghamton Devils organization if he's uh, projected to be an NHL player. So ultimately for Boquist, I don't know what to expect out of him, but here's what uh, you know I'm anticipating. I'm just saying if he does not make like three uh, strides forward next season, fully expect for him to be released by the New Jersey Devils because Lindy Ruff does not play that game, everybody, in case you didn't realize. Just ask Nikita Gusev, like I mentioned earlier on the show, if you do not step up your game, he has no problem shipping you out. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Now, if he likes you, he'll keep you around. But, you know, he'll tell Tom Fitzgerald in the front office, say, this player is not fitting well with my system, and all the other young guys are developing well. So that's the one thing Lindy Ruff can say. He's like, this young guy is not developing well, but look at the other young guys that are, you know, well-developed and contributing at a high enough level, are in competition for certain awards. Had they played in more games, but that's a discussion for another time. This player is not holding up his end of the bargain. He looks like he's out of his league. I don't want him, uh, you know, taking up space for our young guys in the AHL program. So please get rid of him, either trade him or release him. So we'll see what happens. But Boquist, you know, fair warning, if he does not step up his game, I expect him to go on the waivers. But anyway, that's about all the time I have for you guys today. So obviously we talked about uh, three players and their respective exit interviews. We talked about Foot, we talked about Thompson, and we talked about Boquist. Obviously, as these interviews start to progress, we'll start to hear from more big-name players and see what their plans are like, what do they think of the team, and overall, can we dissect anything and get any juicy hints, maybe who's going to be captain next season. Obviously, it's going to be Nico Hija as the head captain, but who are going to be his uh, two alternate captains? I feel like that's up in the air, and that's a discussion that we possibly need to have. But anyway, that's all the time I have for you guys today. Thanks for listening. Continue to stay safe and have wonderful day New Jersey I will catch you guys in the next episode as we continue to dissect these media interviews thanks for listening and go devils